Hey, Tiger fans, show your pride on the road by purchasing an official State of Kansas Tiger Tag. The process is quick, easy, and your $30 license plate fee will support scholarships at Fort Hayes State University. Visit FHSUalumni.com slash drive or contact the Alumni Association to learn more. Your car or truck isn't complete without a Fort Hayes State University Tiger Tag. Visit FHSUalumni.com slash drive today. Go Tigers! It's time for Tiger Talk on the Tiger Sports Network. Tiger Talk, live from Big Smoke Barbecue on the corner of 8th and Main in Hayes. A distinctly local take on classic American barbecue. Order online at BigSmokeHays.com. Tiger Talk is also brought to you by these premier Tiger sponsors. Golden Belt Bank of Hayes and Ellis. Banking one story at a time. The Hayes Med Orthopedic Institute. Expertise, technology, compassion all right here. Adams Brown, strategic allies and CPAs, going above plus beyond for you. BTI, your John Deere dealer in Buckland, Great Bend, Greensburg, Hoxie, Mass City, and Pratt. BTI, our family in partnership with your family. The Taco Shop, dine in, carry out, or delivery. You've never had it so good. And Eagle Communications, our community connected. Now, the voice of the Tigers, Gerard Welbrock. And a good afternoon. It's time for Tiger Talk here on the Tiger Sports Network. Good to have you with us. We'll be talking some softball here shortly with Coach Adrian Pilkington and baseball with Justin Wickard. We're live at Big Smoke Barbecue at the corner of 8th and Main in Hayes. You can stop on by for lunch. If you can't make it for lunch, maybe some takeout for supper tonight. They've got some great menu items, the best barbecue around, their own dry rub, all the great sauces. And you can go online and put in your order, BigSmokeHaze.com. BigSmokeHaze.com to put in your to-go order. Uh, of course, you get all the soda shop fountain drinks as well here. We're at the old soda shop location. So stop on by the best barbecue in town. It's a Big Smoke Barbecue, corner of 8th and Main, Ian Hayes. Again, we'll remind you, you can chime in with a question for our coaches. Go to the Fort Hayes State Athletics website, FHSUathletics.com. And if you hit fans, you'll get that drop-down menu there in the bottom. You'll see Ask the Coach. Submit your question, and if we choose a user question, you'll be in the drawing for a $25 gift certificate. Our winner last month, we were unable to reach by email. So if you had one of the questions, um, I think you're asking about uh, local players. So if that was you, send us an email that I could send you an email to get back to get your inf- information because you want a free meal from Big Smoke Barbecue here in Hayes, or at least a $25 gift certificate. So get back with us. If not, we'll draw another one from, from last month. But certainly appreciate all the questions and keep them coming here for Tiger Talk. Uh, Fort A. State softball, they were in action uh, this weekend, and three out, uh, two out of four, a split with their uh, home doubleheaders in conference play. They knocked off the Pittsburgh State Gorillas in two on Saturday, then swept yesterday by Central or by a Missouri Southern earlier in the week, non-conference down at Southwestern Oklahoma State. We'll talk about all of that. And with that, we bring in the coach, Adrian Pilkington, and um, – Good start to the week. You got the split down in Weatherford, came back, had two thrilling wins over Pitt, and then kind of ran into a buzzsaw yesterday in, in Missouri Southern. They're now leading the MIAA, obviously having a great year. You jumped up to third place, and just one of those games, I thought they played really well, and you probably didn't play as well as you've been. And as we talked afterwards yesterday, that's not a good combination when you're playing a really, really good team. No, absolutely not. I mean, I think they showed up. They were prepared for us, and I just felt like we didn't execute as well as we had prepared. So, um, you know, just something to learn from and move forward. At this point, it doesn't. it's not going to make a difference. we just got to keep moving forward and focusing on what's in front of us. We'll talk more about that doubleheader and the Pitt State wins, but let's go ahead and go back to last week, uh, your final non-conference action. You went down to Weatherford, Oklahoma, took on Southwestern Oklahoma State. You get the sp- Split. You win the opener four to nothing. Drop the second game four to two. And obviously, the highlight in game one was Morgan Schmidt. She pitches a no hitter. I think it's the 14th in program history. Uh, only three strikeouts. Walked one. 
but was really, really good, obviously, the no-hitter, and uh, you got out of there with the win in game number one. She pitched well. Yeah, Morgan's got great stuff. Um, she had been hurt, too, so this was kind of her first game mm-hmm. back after about a two- or two-and-a-half-week stretch where she wasn't really able to throw or do much, so I thought she did a good job. Um, maybe didn't even have her best stuff that day, but just did a good job of feeding our defense uh, you know, some balls that we could make plays on and um, competing out there for us. She did great. It's funny how that happens sometimes. You, you know, Maybe you don't have quite as much on your fastball, whatever it is, uh, but it, it's it's still good, and, and then you get your defense involved. And doesn't matter how you get out, as long as you get the outs. And sometimes when you get your defense involved, it, it, it's even a better deal. But it's kind of funny how sometimes that works out that way. Not your best stuff, but yet ends up being one of your better games. Yeah, I think it was a little bittersweet for her because I think she knew it. Like, she didn't feel as good as she thought she could have. Um, you know, Morgan does tend to get quite a few strikeouts, and she had quite a few versus that team earlier in the year. Mm-hmm. But that's kind of what I said is I felt like she just didn't have quite as much movement and bite on her ball as she normally had. And I think she felt that where she's like, I could have thrown better, but – Hey, man, I still threw a no-hitter, and I was a walk away from a perfect game. So it's one of those you just got to take it in stride, and sometimes that happens. What was working for her? I mean, when could you tell, hey, she, this this could be a special day for her? Um, or was that ever the case? I don't know. It just, like, I think that there were moments where it didn't feel like, because I was calling the pitches and I knew what was being delivered, that sometimes it didn't feel like a super clean game, and I think that's the feeling she had too. But um, I did feel like she fed to her defense mm-hmm. more and better than she does uh, a lot of the time. I think sometimes Morgan tries to take the world on her shoulders and try to just blow it by them and, and – throw for strikeouts and she didn't throw for strikeouts that day so I think there's a lot of positive to come from it Um, but I do know that she was kind of feeling like "Ah, I don't know that I threw that well but really when you look at it on paper she threw great is that hard I would think for a pitcher sometimes that is hard I mean and and baseball and softball very similar and and I mean pitching is such a big part of it if you have good pitching you've got a chance to win each and every time out. But you need all the other elements. But sometimes as pitchers, and you can probably relate to this when you play, but but do you maybe put too much on that burden on your shoulders? Like, you know, I've got to throw great. I've got to be on point. It's up to me or we don't have a chance. And yes. Is that a mentality that's hard to break, I would think? Yeah, I mean, it's absolutely something that you do and you innately do it because you have the ball every single pitch, you know, every time, and you know that your teammates are counting on you, but just as much as you're counting on them. But as a pitcher, you know, it's hard to not do that because you just feel like you have so much control over the game. Um, but I think when you start to become a great pitcher is when you kind of let go of those reins and understand that, hey, my job's not to strike everyone out or it's not to throw perfect. It's just to put the ball in places where they can't hit it hard and, and we can make defensive plays on it. So I think that's just, again, part of maturity and growth for these girls and, you know, just needing to understand how to how to pitch and not just throw. And I would think, too, kind of getting back to, you know, maybe didn't have her best stuff knowing because I'm, I'm guessing – there's days you know you're out there's like okay the fastball I'm getting bite on my brain I mean you know it's one of those games I've got my stuff and vice versa okay I don't have my stuff today but still be effective and know know those days you could take that burden because you've got it other days you know what I might have to let my defense do a little bit more yeah it's just one of those things especially if you kind of internally feel like you can't rely on your best pitch where that one's off Mm -hmm. and then you have to find a secondary one that can produce a lot of different outs for you in a lot of different ways and the placement where you know when you have to throw it where you have to throw it Uh, there's a lot that goes into it and I think just the more that we grow um, as a staff and the more experience we get those those lessons are going to come a little bit easier to us Game two, unfortunately, you fall four to two. They got a couple of early runs in the second. You matched it in the third. Um, then they got two in the sixth, and and you had a chance there in the seventh inning. Just couldn't couldn't manufacture the run there. But uh, anytime you win game one, boy, it's always disappointing to 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 not get that that sweep when you're on the road like that. Yeah, I mean, offensively, I just felt like we went away from our approach mm-hmm. and and just didn't have a great focus in that game and um, let a few scenarios kind of dictate you know our momentum on the offensive side. Seems like. That has maybe happened a little bit at times this year. We've seen it in some of the home uh, doubleheaders where, boy, game one, you're locked in, you're barreling balls, doing a lot of good things, and in game two it just goes away. Is that still, we talk about, even though a lot of these players, we've we've seen them for a while, (coughs) 
excuse me, still young, still learning. Is that still part of that process and maybe some of the reasons we see that every now and then? Yeah, it does sound a little backwards when you say it that way. <laughs> it shouldn't necessarily yeah, be like that. that. You know, you'd think you'd get the confidence and you'd be a little bit more prepared. But um, I don't. I, I guess I don't know what our mentality is. We try to kind of stick with one approach and, and we try to prepare them for what we're going to see. Um, I think some of what that is is you go from – like you always want to really prepare for someone's number one because, you mm-hmm. know, you feel like if you can beat their number one, you can beat their number two. And sometimes maybe we just come in a little bit surprised on the number two or like not quite sure on like how much thrower sh- slower she was going right. to throw or the different pitches that she has in her arsenal. But, um, yeah, I mean, I think, again, just the growth and, and learning there. But. Um, you know, I think it's game to game. Like yesterday, I felt like we did a better job on the offensive side in the second game versus mm-hmm. the first. So, I don't know. Maybe we're just moody. <laughs> uh, well, <laughs> you mentioned it. you don't know the mental state. Trying to fi- We're dealing with, what, 18 to 22-year-olds. If you can figure that out, you can probably channel that in <laughs> to yeah. do something other than coaching yeah, and be I'd highly probably, successful in life and be in demand. be pretty rich if I could exactly. figure that one out. I don't think anybody, and you bottle that mm-hmm. up, let me know, because that would be great, <laughs> yeah. to, great to know. Very we're live. Too. Exactly. We're live at Big Smoke Barbecue. It's Tiger Talk here on this Monday. We're chatting with softball coach Adrian Pilkington. We'll talk about the sweep over Pittsburgh State. Big doubleheader sweep on Saturday and then the uh, the losses to Sunday, and then a big 12-game road trip coming up for the Tigers. We'll get to all of that as we move along. Tiger Talk brought to you in part today by the Taco Shop. Whether you order by phone, use their app, pick up delivery, dine in, carry out the Taco Shop. It's been a Hayes tradition since 1970. You've never had it so good. More Tiger Talk from Big Smoke Barbecue after this break on the Tiger Sports Network, built by PWC. People from all over are raving about the food at Big Smoke Barbecue in downtown Hayes. Brisket, chicken, pulled pork, ribs. It's all so good. And Big Smoke's own dry rub is what separates them from other barbecue places. Choose your own sauce. Kansas City, Memphis, Carolina, or Texas-style sauce. They're open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Get in early. They do sell out. This is Philip Kuhn inviting you to dine with us. Big Smoke Barbecue at 8th and Main in downtown Hayes. It's just really good barbecue. BTI, your John Deere headquarters, has what it takes to protect your equipment investment. They stock genuine, quality parts made for your new and pre-owned farm machinery and equipment to keep them performing at their best. From their sales department, service center, and parts department, BTI is committed to your farming operation success. Visit your local BTI John Deere dealer in Buckland, Great Bend, Greensburg, Hoxie, Nest City, and Pratt for all your service needs. Or visit them online at btiequip.com. BTI, our family in partnership with your family. Their roots run deep in Kansas, and the secret to success, that little bit of something extra. At Adams Brown, they believe that business should be simplified. They ease your burdens rather than add to them. They aren't just your CPAs. They're an extended team just for you, a team that will work and grow together with you. That something extra is service that gets your attention, exceeding expectations. Certified public accountants at Adams Brown, going above and beyond for you. Online at AdamsBrownCPA.com. April is Safe Digging Month. Before you dig for any reason to plant a tree or even put in fence posts, call 811 to find out if there are underground utilities below. Calling 811 two business days before you need to dig helps you avoid damaging buried utilities. Best of all, 811 is a free service. Be safe and call 811 first. A safety message from Midwest Energy, a customer-owned cooperative making energy work for you. Game two yesterday. Here's a grounder up the middle. That'll be a base hit. Runner around third. Here comes the throw. It is in time. And they throw out Perry at the plate. That was some of the action from yesterday. Uh, Game one of the doubleheader with Missouri Southern. Sarah Tiffany, a good job on the outfield assist. Gunning down a runner at the plate. She had a really good day in the outfield. She had that throw uh, to get a runner at home plate. She... Made a couple of great running catches and then hit the wall. Yeah. Uh, show great concentration. I don't think people appreciate how 
how challenging that yeah. is to keep your concentration, knowing that in a step or two I'm going to bang into the wall. But she did, and she's becoming a really good center fielder. Yeah, uh, Sarah has great instincts in the outfield. She always has. So um, she just keeps getting better with time out there, and she does a good job. I mean, that was a smooth, smooth play. Like, it couldn't have gone any cleaner. You know, even watching it back on film, it was it was a beautiful play. We'll get to another play at the plate a little bit later when we talk about Missouri Southern in more detail. We talked a little bit about the turf, though, and, and how much has that changed? I guess on fly balls, maybe not as much, but yet that's not grass. You, you no longer have a dirt warning track like you did. How has that changed, I guess, defensively? Obviously, the ball is going to scoot quicker, but I imagine both infield and outfield, it's a, it's a little bit different. Your team's had to get used to that. Yeah, it's definitely a change, but uh, I think in the outfield especially, uh, it was a positive change because it was just, like, really uneven out there. So, like, they were almost like infielders out there trying to, like, <laughs> manage a bad hop so now you know I think they really appreciate that they can charge that ball and really go right at it and know that they're going to be able to get it clean um you know just off of the play itself but there's been an adjustment it's but it's it's a positive one I mean there's nothing bad you can say about it and it seems like at least infield wise (laughs) turf is becoming more of a thing we're seeing more places now, not everybody has the full infield outfield turf like Fort Hayes State, but mm-hmm. a lot more have put the turf in just for various reasons. And it's, I mean, we see a few times you get that turf bounce, but it seems like by and large, it's, 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 the reaction of the ball is not much different, and they've kind of the technology. It's not like the ball just comes screaming through there, and it's it's an unfair advantage. Yeah, no, it, it plays really clean. Um, it plays really true. I mean, it would at least on ours. What I would say is, if you have a really well groomed, uh, you know, dirt field, and it just has some moisture to it, and you get those nice hops, uh, that's how I feel like our turf plays. Uh, I mean, there's bad turf out there. <laughs> yeah. There's there's turf that's, you know, overdue for a replacement that kind of can uh, change and, and be a little bit more challenging. But, you know, we've only played on two dirt surfaces all, all season wow. so far. So, it's yeah, it's become certainly a, a big thing, and we're seeing that around uh, places you go. All right, uh, you, you had the um, – the games with uh, Southwestern Oklahoma State and then back at home against Pittsburgh State. Big conference doubleheader. They were just ahead of you in the conference standings. And, boy, you take care of business. 3 nothing and 3-2, to two, two thrilling wins. You got some pretty good pitching once again. And uh, that, was a, that was a great two-game sweep over the Gorillas. Yeah, it was just a really good team effort there. You know, I, I felt like I wanted our offense to be able to produce a little bit more. But we had some timely hits, and we did some things when we needed to. And our pitchers just went out and competed for us like like they always do. Um, but I felt like that was a good team win for us and, and a nice, uh, you know, doubleheader sweep, of course, going into day two of the weekend. Savannah Egger gets the win, her 11th, the complete game victory. I think that was her fifth consecutive complete game in her start since she had won all five, no runs, four hits, eight strikeouts, and probably the stat you like, no walks. I mean, that's been the <laughs> yep. one factor. I mean, your pitchers have done a great job of limiting the walks, and when you get the strikeouts, that's gravy. Yeah, yeah, we just had had to keep focusing on trying to limit those free passes and, um, you know, feeding the, the ball to our defense. I think we have a, a really solid defense most of the time. Uh, <laughs> but if you can just give them the ball, they're going to be able to make good, challenging plays on it. And that was one of those games, again, offensively, just <clears throat> six hits. But and you can, timely probably wasn't the right word, but when you got runners on, you just found a way to move them across and get them home, and, and there's games like that. And, and this team, I think, is, is more geared to probably having to do it that way. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, is we just can't really rely on, you know, a long ball or, um, you know, a timely double. That's just not how we're built, and that's not how our offense functions. So we really need one through nine to stay committed to their at-bats and make sure they're doing a good job of just having a quality at-bat, moving runners when they need to move them. And then, of course, yeah, you you have to find ways to get those clutch hits at times. Game two, you win three to two. This was a, a good contest. You had the two to nothing lead. They tied in the top of the third. You come back with a run in the bottom of the third, and then it became a big pitcher's duel. Um, Bailey pitched well. She goes six for you. 
You bring in Savannah in that seventh inning. They get in, she gets into a little bit of a jam, but you go out there and have a visit, and she works herself self out of it. I mean, that's about as high pri- pri- pressure and high profile as it gets. Yeah, sometimes I like to tease Savannah that she likes to get my blood pressure up in moments <laughs> where she shouldn't. But it, it was a good time to make that change, and I felt like bringing her back in would be a little bit of a defeating uh, mentality for those hitters as they had to come back up and face mm-hmm. her and didn't have much success um, in the first game. And the timing of of it was right it's just she walked a kid when when yeah. she should have like that's a kid you know she probably strikes mm-hmm. out if she's not trying to place the ball and I felt like she was just trying to get her bearings out there you know going in in relief so then she just made it a little more challenging for her to face uh, one of their best hitters uh, with the game on the line and the <laughs> tying run on second yeah. winning run on first or well go ahead yeah. run on first so yeah but uh, no she did a great job and she just went out there and battled well, being a, being a starter, which she primarily is, but she's obviously pitched some in relief. Just the mentality of that and, and the, the, the mental challenges, because it is a different approach. I mean, I think yeah. obviously when you start, you get kind of ease into it before the game, and you know when you're going, where in relief you don't always have that luxury. What, what's the biggest challenge, do you think, for, for a pitcher like that who's normally a starter, then you have to call to them in relief a little bit? I think it's just really being able to keep your composure in that moment and just trying to be where your feet are and not you know feel the emotions too big or too small. But, yeah, when you start your own game, you get to kind of feel your way through it and get get a grasp on things and set your own tone and your own pace and once you're submitted into a game that wasn't yours you're kind of forced into those those paces mm-hmm. and those nuances of that game instead of your own well tigers got the win three to two that moved them into third place of the miaa and set up a big showdown with the co-leaders missouri southern yesterday afternoon on another gorgeous day out at uh, flea hardy family field we'll talk about the uh, disappointing doubleheader sweep at the hands of Missouri Southern and also look ahead to the next few weeks ahead. Tigers on the road, (coughs) 12 straight road conference games before back at home for the final weekend of the regular season. Obviously a crucial point of the year. We'll talk about all of that and more when we continue. Tiger Talk is brought to you by the Hayes Med Orthopedic Institute. From the ball fields to the farm fields, the experts at Hayes Med Orthopedic help you regain your best moves. No need to travel far. Visit HayesMed.com slash orthopedics to learn more. More Tiger Talk next. This is the Tiger Sports Network, built by PwC. People from all over are raving about the food at Big Smoke Barbecue in downtown Hayes. Brisket, chicken, pulled pork, ribs. It's all so good. And Big Smoke's own dry rub is what separates them from other barbecue places. Choose your own sauce. Kansas City, Memphis, Carolina, or Texas-style sauce. They're open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Get in early. They do sell out. This is Philip Kuhn inviting you to dine with us. Big Smoke Barbecue at 8th and Main in downtown Hayes. It's just really good barbecue. There is freedom in movement, and Hayes Med Orthopedic Institute helps you regain your best moves. As one of America's top 20 rural hospitals, Hayes Med offers the most comprehensive orthopedic care in western Kansas, complete with quality outcomes and our four-star patient experience. From joint and spine surgery to sports medicine, rehab therapy, and more, we are here to help you move freely. No need to travel far. Learn more at HayesMed.com backslash orthopedics. Vision, value, integrity. Being a part of a sports team means you are a part of something bigger than yourself. You are a member of a team. What you do on and off the field adds value. When you suit up and give it your all, you walk off that field with a sense of integrity. You see, many of the folks at Commercial Builders were athletes too, and they've built their company around those principles. Commercial Builders, vision, value, and integrity in your construction solutions. Whether you are expanding your farm or just starting out, let your local BTI John Deere dealer help you with your quality equipment. See our selection of tractors, planters, and hay equipment. John Deere gives you a brand of reliability and performance. Whether it's brand new or pre-owned, count on flexible financing from John Deere Financial to assist you in your John Deere equipment purchases. Contact your local BTI John Deere sales team today in Buckland, Great Bend, Greensburg, Hoxie, Nest City, and Pratt. Our family in partnership with your family. The 0-1. Fly ball, right field, right at the right fielder. Tagging and scoring on the play will be Shepard. It'll be a sacrifice for Curry and an RBI for Reese. 
Curry, or excuse me, for a Reagan as she drives in her 15th run of the year. And the Tigers have tied it one-to-one. A lot of challenges of twins on the roster getting them mixed up, but yeah, drove in the one. Fortunately, the only run of game number two yesterday as Four Day State falls to uh, Missouri Southern. Welcome back to Tiger Talk. We're live at Big Smoke Barbecue and Hayes, corner of 8th and Main. Stop on by for lunch. Of course, you can get carry out at any time. Go to Big Smoke Hayes. Dot com. They've got the best location or the best uh, uh, dry rub, the best sauces around. Open the eleven oh eight Monday through Saturday. Big Smoke Barbecue, the home of Tiger Talk, and we're certainly glad to be here on this Monday. We'll get to uh, the the week ahead for Fort A State softball. We also had a, a question emailed to us. Again, you can chime in at any time. Go to forthaystateathletics.com, fhsuathletics.com. Click on fans. You'll get that drop down there at the bottom. You'll see Ask the Coach. And if you submit your question and we use it, you'll be in the running for a $25 gift certificate from uh, the folks here at Big Smoke Barbecue. And um, we'll get to that question here in just a little bit. First, I want to ask you about Missouri Southern. We kind of touched on at the beginning of the program. Good program, good team. They're they're right now in first place, having one of their better years in quite some time. They lead the MIAA, and um, this kind of ran into a buzzsaw. They sweep you yesterday, um, a six nothing and nine to one in five innings, and just one of those games where they played really really well. And it, it started with their pitching. Uh, Bailey Lacey, of course, the former TMP Marion standout, no doubt excited anytime she pitches against Fort Hayes State and when she pitches in Hayes. And she did a really good job, and, and she was coming off a record day, 15 strikeouts, the most ever in a single game in Missouri Southern history. And she just kind of kept you at bay. You had some chances early and then uh, just really never had a, a good good answer to her pitching the rest of the afternoon. No, absolutely not. She threw a great game, and, uh, you know, she did what she needed to do because I felt like both, both of our pitchers had to throw on some confines of – uh, you know, a small mm-hmm. small strike zone, but I thought she overcame that, and, and we didn't, and uh, definitely got to tip our hat to her. She's doing a good job. And that's the one thing, you know, we talk about <laughs> sports and officiating and, and umpiring, and and, and, uh, and for baseball and softball, a strike zone is so, I mean, it, it's it's supposed to be a, a standard strike zone. It's, that's not the case. The, the umpires are human, and I, I would think as a pitcher that is the big challenge Figuring that out and then adjusting and playing to its strengths because you may have a, a you know, like they would say, the postage stamp zone. Sometimes you get a big zone it's, and it works yep. to your advantage. But but figuring that out, I would think, and, and the sooner you can figure that out is, is a good recipe for success. Yeah, well, it's key. And, and really, as a pitcher, you, you just can't let yourself rely on it you know you have to go out and try to find ways to produce your outs um you know outside of those confines and i think that's what bailey did and and what we didn't game two uh just one of those games where and i'm not gonna you know make you comment specifically but i'm curious the explanation because i thought that was key early um looked like you threw another runner out of the plate on a ground ball to short I've gone back and watched it several times. I know what I think. I think I know what you think because you went out and talked to the umpire. I'm curious what the uh, what the discussion was like. Because uh, for those who who haven't seen it or, or followed yesterday on the game, a uh, ground ball to short, play at the plate. Um, Runner was ruled out, and then the umpires get together, change the call, count the run, say that it was what obstruction or interference by the catcher blocking the plate. Appeared to me. Well, was she set up in front of the home or behind or on top of home plate? So she was not over the plate. Threw letter into it. That's a legal play. I thought it should have been an out, but that was not the case. What was the explanation? Yeah, I mean, I agree that it. Yeah, I think it should have been an out. Um, I haven't. I've sent it in for review uh-huh. on just kind of get a little explanation on it. Um, I think our catcher did the only thing that she could do. She set up, you know, out in front of the plate, right, on top left, of it for you lack know, of better word. left it available for the runner the throw pulled her up line and I thought personally I thought the throw beat her there by enough for it to not be obstruction I've gone back and watched it multiple times um you know it is it's tight and it's close but you know my feelings were one the throw pulled her up the line she caught it and then had to continue to kind of pursue the tag uh but that runner also had started on foul territory and kind of diverged in um, which if you're on 
first and right. third base side, you have to run on the foul territory side. Right. And as that throw came in and she went to apply the tag, that was the moment where the runner tried to divert to get around. So um, I'm looking for a little clarity on it as well. You know, I think it was close and it could have gone either way. I think for me in the moment, the frustration of it was the throw in, in real time. It looked like it beat her by three steps. And so um, I also just felt like I didn't get a very good explanation when I did ask because the only answer I got was she can't block the plate. Well, she can if she has the ball. So Yeah, you can't um, block it without the ball to present it. Yeah, I'd love a little clarity on it myself. <laughs> but it would be interesting I mean, to see if you get we'll, that. We'll yeah. see what and they say. Those are tough calls, but obviously yeah. I thought it was a big one. They got the run. You answered it, and then I thought another one, the bang-bang play at first. It looked to me, and I've looked at it again, it looked like it was foot or slide hand, then foot on the – but mm-hmm. a run scores. It's a one-run game. You, yeah. you didn't get that called. It just felt like – after that, your, your team just lost a little bit of an edge, and that's when it got away from you. Yeah, it just felt like it was hard, and this is the lesson that we have to learn in the way that we have to grow and mature as a team. It, was, it just felt like we were looking for something to just go our way and, and give us that little bit of uh, push in the right direction, and we just couldn't quite seem to get any of those. And, you know, the thing I kind of talked to my team about after is, like, look, we can't just wait and hope for something to go our way We th- because then you just frustrated in all of the moments. Like, you have to find a way to make something happen um, and not just try to rely on those tight calls for that to click. So, um, it, you know, it, it was tough. It was a lot of tight plays, and... <laughs> Again, they could go either way. It's just in those moments, and especially the obstruction call, like I would love to be able to give my catcher feedback on how we can do it differently next right. time um, because that should be an out. Right. Now, be interested to see if you get that. We're getting close to time. We're going to talk about the road trip. But first, I do want to get to the question. Um, uh, Major League Baseball underway. Um, I know you and your husband, husband have toured a lot of ballparks uh, uh, around the, the the country, but do you have a favorite team and, and maybe favorite coaches and players or something that you follow yeah. in MLB? Uh, we do. We try to hit a couple parks, you know, every summer. Um, Coach-wise, I would say Joe Madden is my favorite. He's a uh, little under- quirky. Understandable, and a, though. Yeah, yeah, and a little weird, but I do. I like some of his – I've read a lot of his books. I like some of what he has to say, and he just has that outside-the-box thinking <laughs> yeah. process. Uh, uh, innately, I'm a Rockies okay, fan. There you go. Colorado girl. Colorado. But my favorite player is Nolan Arenado. Uh, and, I, and I also really like Clayton Kershaw um, on the mound. I just think he, he's a really uh, easy guy to respect the way he plays the game and the way he competes. So um, I guess that might, that's my two cents that, on that. That'll work. Well, I'm not a former Rockies guy, now mm-hmm. Cardinal. So, yeah, he's pretty good. He's, I, yeah, he's I don't bad. like that he's a Cardinal. <laughs> well, now. That hurts a little yeah, bit. But. I, I work with someone who's a – I'll say half Rockies fan, uh-huh. half Royals, half – and uh, mm-hmm. that's, that's mm-hmm. a tough t- subject. All right, 11, 12 straight road games now for your squad. Kind of a weird conference schedule. And you talked yesterday after the game, you're not so worried about uh, about the, the fact you're playing 12 straight on the road because, as you said that, it's like what you do early in the year. you pretty much on the road the first three weeks just because of, of weather and, and getting games in. But obviously the magnitude now. I mean, you're, you've, you've done a lot of good work here early on in this year, uh, now past the midway point to put yourself in a position. And I don't want to make the conference tournament, but get a good seed in the tournament. But a lot of work to do, and a lot's going to be determined now with these next three weeks. Yeah, absolutely. There's a lot of weight on every single game as we move forward. Um, I mean, I think the only challenge in terms of it's not necessarily us staying on the road or playing on the road. I guess the only challenge that comes with it is, you know, you're the visitor. Uh, every game yep. and it's just a little different mentality of, um, how you approach your at-bats and, and try to get it going on the offensive side of things because you just don't get to go out and necessarily protect it in that bottom seven so um, I guess that's probably the biggest challenge that comes with it but um, you know we're ready we're, we're on the road a lot it almost feels a little bit abnormal to play at home uh, just because we just don't get a whole lot of home opportunities. At Washburn Friday, at Emporia State Saturday, two rivals, obviously. Um, quick scattering report, just with Washburn, you play them first. Uh, they're 
generally pretty good. I know in years past they've been able to, to bash the ball a little bit. Yeah, I mean, they definitely have some weapons on the offensive side of things. They have one of the best pitchers in conference. Uh, that's just a gamer. Uh, she's going to be, you know, a challenge for us, but we're just going to um, put together a really good scouting report, and we're just going to try to have a really good plan against her and, uh, you know, put our put our pitchers head-to-head and see what we can do. Sounds good. Coach, as always, we appreciate your time. Have a good weekend. Hopefully it's uh, some, some W's down in Topeka and Emporia when we talk to you next Monday. Yes, sir. Thanks. There you go. Adrian Pilkington, coach of the Tigers again at Washburn, at Emporia this weekend. Next home action, final weekend of the regular season. They'll host Rogers State on April 28th. That's a Friday. And Northeastern State on the Saturday following the 29th. We'll take a break. We'll come back with more Tiger Talk. We'll talk baseball with head coach Justin Wickard when we return. We're live at Big Smoke Barbecue on the Tiger Sports Network, built by PWC. People from all over are raving about the food at Big Smoke Barbecue in downtown Hayes. Brisket, chicken, pulled pork, ribs. It's all so good. And Big Smoke's own dry rub is what separates them from other barbecue places. Choose your own sauce. Kansas City, Memphis, Carolina, or Texas-style sauce. They're open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Get in early. They do sell out. This is Philip Kuhn inviting you to dine with us. Big Smoke Barbecue at 8th and Main in downtown Hayes. It's just really good barbecue. The passions you pursue help shape who you are and make your story brighter. At Golden Belt Bank, we support you because when you live your passions every day, your finest work unfolds. Make today the beginning of another great chapter. This is banking one story at a time. Golden Belt Bank, one story at a time. Visit goldenbeltbank.com. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. Hi, this is Colby Shippers of Gibbs Auto Supply and Hayes. You know, I answered the phone the other day to help a customer that was looking for an alternator for his truck. I told him that I had two in stock, and he sounded disgusted. I said, is everything okay? He told me he had been calling and looking everywhere for this particular alternator, but he was glad that we had it on the shelf. If you're looking for a part, call us first. It's probably in stock, but if it's not, we'll have it for you in a day or two. Looking for a part? Come on by or give us a call. Gibbs Auto Supply in Hayes. Did you know that the month of April is Stress Awareness Month? I think we're all aware about how stressed we are. How about reducing that stress with tacos? And the best place to get tacos is the taco shop. Further reduce that stress by saving some money with the specials at the taco shop. Poco Pizza 219, Beef Quesadilla 429, Bean Burrito 229. Even less stress when you order in four different ways. Online, in person, by the phone, or through the app. You never had it so good. Whether it's beer, wine, or spirits, pick up a winner at either of the two convenient Kaiser Liquor locations in Hayes. Kaiser Liquor and 14 K-E-Y-S Hayes. And welcome back to Tiger Talk. We're live at Big Smoke Barbecue in Hayes. Good to have you with us. We're talking four-day state baseball now with Coach Justin Wickard. Tiger Talk brought to you this afternoon by Adams Brown. Going above and beyond for you. Adams Brown, strategic allies and CPAs. Four-day state coming off a uh, frustrating week, but yet it ended on a phenomenal note. Got a big win over the number four-ranked team in the country, knocking off Missouri Southern on uh, Sunday, yesterday afternoon, by a final of 7-4. to four. Uh, Kate Fleardy, Fleardy pitching great. We're going to talk with him a little bit later. He's our, our guest here on the show, our player guest. We'll get to him in the next segment. But right now we're joined by Coach Justin Wickard. And um, obviously disappointing at Newman. Um, game one, was that was just a crazy with the wind. I mean, it's hard to always kind of throw that one out. Had a chance in game two Saturday and then put it all together yesterday and get the Tigers' first win over a ranked opponent in three years, first over a top five in 11 years that was a fun day at the ballpark yesterday yeah yesterday was a good day you know going back before that though in the midweek there um like we told the guys that was uh actually probably the worst baseball game i'd ever been part of um we had a lot of errors you know um competed all right on the mound early and then just kind of fell apart late again got in the situation you're trying to give some kids opportunities and continue to compound with some walks and stuff you know we know they're better than that we know that uh we just got to continue to have them improve and, and, and work and get to where they need to be so we can be as good as we uh, should be. But uh, going in the weekend, yeah, the first day was kind of crazy. Anything hit in the air um, was a home run, and, uh, you know, they hit more fly balls than us. They did hit a couple balls, absolutely uh, squared them up. Um, 
But uh, it's a good team, you know. And uh, like we tell the guys, you know, when we go out and play clean and we show up and we compete, we got a chance to beat anybody. Um, and when we don't, we're not at that point where we can have a day where we show up and, and, and don't play good baseball and win a game. So um, I thought, you know, second game we played pretty well. We got in the point that we ended up, uh, man, we blew a 8-2 to two lead. You know, offense was phenomenal coming out. They went to a really good arm in the pin. We quit scoring, and then, you know, bullpen fell apart a little bit. But uh, game three was exciting to be part of, you know. Go back to Newman. I don't know what it's about the Jets, but two – Two games just have not played well against them, and we've talked about it earlier this year on paper, and you just look at personnel, very evenly matched, but for whatever reason, you guys just haven't played well against the Jets. Yeah, I mean, defense and and pitching kind of compounds it there, and it's a hard – in baseball, you know, you get down to the point that – you're looking up and you're going, okay, you got to score seven before we can try to win this thing. And it's like, okay, guys, you know, if we play clean baseball and we and we don't have the walks in there, um, you know, you're going to have a shot to, to be in that game and, and probably have a shot to win the game, um, you know. But uh, unfortunately, that wasn't the case, and we're trying to learn from it and grow from it. So Yeah, well, then you bring in Missouri Southern, and, uh, you know, they're, they're right there at the top of the conference, ranked fourth in the country. Um, having a good a good season, obviously. When you play teams like that, I mean, you know the margin for error is 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 narrow. And 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 you you touched on Friday, just the the weather. It was the, that gale wind for a pitcher. I mean, that's got it's got to be a nightmare when you're going out there knowing that. I mean, even good pitches may get hit out of the yard. I mean, how do you how do you and your former former pitcher how do you approach that mentally when when the elements are such a big factor and are going to be a factor in the game and Sometimes you can make a great pitch. It doesn't matter. Yeah, you know, um, a little bit, and it goes back to my fault on it. You know, we, we used to change up there a little bit more than we should have. Um, I learned down in West Texas when the uh, wind is blowing, it's not a pitch that you want to get them out on front on the upside of the swing there because the routine pop-up you might get on that um, ends up leaving the park, you know. Um, but uh, we, we figured it out a little bit on that part of things as we got going in it. And, uh yeah, it was a, it was a frustrating it's a frustrating result, you know. And we're going, hey man, let's hit one fly ball in there, you know. But uh, you got to give them the top half of the ball to hit and make them put it on the ground. And you can't compound it. You can't walk people. And you can't give them free uh, free bases. And uh, you got to play clean defense, you know. A little surprised. I mean, it was it was a tight game for a while. They 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 eventually kind of pulled away as the the day went along, but maybe not as many runs early as I thought there might be. But, boy, once they figured out, and they're their lineup. I mean, it's so good top to bottom. They got a couple guys who, uh, when they came up, it was it was a home run. Yeah, they've been building the program for a long mm-hmm. time. You know, I think Coach had been there for like 16 years or something like that, and, and they work at it, you know. So um, they do. They have got a physical lineup, and, and they're pretty solid one through nine. So, Came back, and as we said on on Saturday, you're right. You had such a great start, leading eight to two early in that one, and then it just could not. They go to the pen, and you got to their starter, and, and give him credit. He threw well, and you just could not uh, keep the momentum of that offense going that you found early in that game. Yeah, we needed uh, somebody to step up out of the pen there, you know, and, and keep the lead and let us and let us start to develop, you know. Um, you get in there, and then I think they hit a three-run or four-run home run to bring it yep, within two, and it's did. like, uh, you know, you're, you're still talking about that final piece we had of putting it all together and then expectations of uh, what we should be doing as a team, you know, and I think guys kind of got shocked a little bit that they came back into that, and it's like, okay, we'll go score two more, you know, keep on adding on, and, and we failed to do that, so, you know, they won the game. One of the positives out of that second game was Elliot Herman. He went four for five. He hit a home run. He drove in three. Um, that had to be a sight for sore eyes because he he had been struggling and uh, and and you know he's been such a good hitter. I think I went back and and figured it up he had something like two out of his last forty five at bats. I mean, it had to be the worst slump of his life. And you know he's a good hitter to finally come out of it. And he backed it up with another good game yesterday. I mean that that's obviously going to be important here down the stretch, but. So happy for him and had to just feel good for you guys as coaches to see him kind of get back to the the Herman that you've seen throughout his career. 
Yeah, I mean, Herm kind of got in that patch there a little bit. It's never been on the swing. It's never been on uh, on the ability. You know, at times it's just the approach and uh, know what you're wanting to do at the plate and don't go just searching for a hit. You know, you go searching for a hit, there's some swing and miss in there. You go up there with a, with a plan of what you want to do and you, you make it a lot more simple on yourself. And, uh, man, he absolutely barreled the ball to center field and there was really no win that day. And that was pretty impressive to watch. And I think it kind of got him back to – where okay, I know what I need to do, you know, and and uh, that was a good way to break break a little bit of a slump for him. So yeah, he'd been three for forty five of the prior eleven games. It just takes one sometimes. And thought he might have had a double uh, against Pitt State. Thought that might get him going. It, it didn't, but uh, hopefully now because if you're going to make a run, and we'll talk more about this later in the program, if you're going to make a run to get into the tournament, you're going to need his bat because that's such a big part of that offense. Yeah, we definitely need him, and we got to get Ball back healthy mm-hmm. because we didn't have him all weekend and. Uh, that that's been one of our best hitters on the team. So hopefully, you know, moving here forward, we got both of them back in the lineup. So Jenner K got some playing time in the field. He'd done that a year ago and seemed like he, he kind of helped fill some of that void with uh, Bois being out of there. Yeah, he did. He uh, he came in, and uh, I mean, he's one of the guys that kind of knows his role. He's continued to compete. He's continued to be there. He's also helped us on the mound some. Um, last time we went against uh, Rockhurst, I think he threw – four innings and retired 16 in a row, you know, so um, he knows he can help us and uh, he's ready when he gets his opportunity to fill in and do what he needs to help, uh, to help us be successful. So Let's talk about yesterday because that's the fun day of the week. Uh, you knock off the number four ranked team in the country, seven to four. And again, we'll talk to, to, to Cade here in a little bit. He goes the distance, four runs, two walks, nine strikeouts uh let, let's just start with that what what was working for him and uh what made him so special in that game yesterday so you've watched the last couple outings that he's had and you see the improvement going there you see him getting a little bit better and and improving and get more comfortable out there and then uh you know that a game could have been a little bit even uh more dominant than he had because right. there's a couple plays that were not made back there that made me make that a two run or a one run that he gives up there but uh he was relentless, you know. He brought a slider into his uh, repertoire and went out there. And, uh, and man, I had, at the end of the game, man, that, that thing was on, and he was just absolutely dominating. So uh, it's aha moments, and it's part of the reason you love coaching because you see a guy break through and what he's capable of, and uh, and they get to see it, and, and it was a fun game to watch. What you had to like, they get the three-run fifth inning. You come back with a run in the bottom, and just even one run, just the, to answer, and then he puts up zeros the rest of the way. I mean, in, in other games, that's been a breaking point, and it, it gets away from you. It didn't yesterday. Yeah, you look up, and uh, he was competing, and, uh, man, he has a smile on his face. He's having fun doing it, you know. Um, some of the frustration's gone because he kind of figured out uh, – what he can do to be successful, and he's and he's starting to see the results. And uh, I mean, that's just a fun place to be. You just sit back in the dugout and watch him go do his thing. Well, we'll talk more about uh, the week. You've got non-conference tomorrow at Rockhurst, and then a big three-game series uh, this weekend, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday because of Easter weekend uh, down in Tahlequah against Northeastern State. We'll talk more about that with you in a little bit. We're going to take a break. We're going to talk to Cade and get his thoughts on yesterday and the team. Coach, we'll talk to you in a few. We're going to take a quick break. Tiger Talk is brought to you by BTI. They're your area John Deere dealer with locations in Buckland, Great Bend, Greensburg, Hoxie, Nest City, and Pratt. BTI, our family, in partnership with your family online btiequip.com and we will talk with four day state starting and winning pitcher from yesterday Cade Flaherty after this break on the Tiger Sports Network built by PwC People from all over are raving about the food at Big Smoke Barbecue in downtown Hayes. Brisket, chicken, pulled pork, ribs. It's all so good. And Big Smoke's own dry rub is what separates them from other barbecue places. Choose your own sauce. Kansas City, Memphis, Carolina, or Texas-style sauce. They're open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Get in early. They do sell out. This is Philip Kuhn inviting you to dine with us. Big Smoke Barbecue at 8th and Main in downtown Hayes. It's just really good barbecue. There is freedom in movement, and Hayes Med Orthopedic Institute helps you regain your best moves. As one of America's top 20 rural hospitals, Hayes Med offers the most comprehensive orthopedic care in western Kansas, complete with quality outcomes and our four-star patient experience. From joint and spine surgery to sports medicine, rehab therapy, and more, we are here to help you move freely. No need to travel far. Learn more at HayesMed.com backslash orthopedics. 
The most dependable and respected plumbing and mechanical systems provider in our area for 75 years, the Glassman Corporation. They have a long history of large projects and resolving building problems. They're the experts for commercial and residential heating, AC, plumbing, and geothermal systems. And they specialize in applied chillers and boilers of all types. Glassman has techs on the road all over the region every day. Call Glassman Corporation, 1-800-662-4318. That's 1-800-662-4318 and at glassmancorp.com. Our Next Tech experts know what it takes to manage your business because we've done it ourselves and we're still doing it today. We're your IT department when you don't have in-house staff. We're your affordable cloud phone solution. We're your physical security for assets that matter most. And we're still so much more. It's time to talk business at next-tech.com today. Welcome back to Tiger Talk. We're live at Big Smoke Barbecue, corner of 8th and Main and Hayes. Love to have you join us for Tiger Talk. Of course, you can chime in with a question. All you have to do is go to the Fort A. State Athletics website, click on fans, get that drop down, and uh, ask the coach. You'll have a chance to win a $25 gift certificate from here at Big Smoke Barbecue. We have a question for uh, Coach Wickard. We'll get to it here in that final segment. Um, if you think Major League Baseball questions, so. You'll be thinking about that. We're joined now by Cade Flaherty, the right-handed redshirt sophomore from Burkeye in Omaha, Nebraska, the winning pitcher yesterday. You heard Coach talk about him. Complete game victory over the number four-ranked team in the country in Missouri Southern. We appreciate you joining us today. That had to be fun yesterday. <laughs> yeah. Just don't walk us through. When did you? When could you sense, like, hey, I'm, I'm, I've got it going today. I've got a chance in this one. Yeah, it was real fun, uh, you know, to play against a team of that caliber, and have all your boys behind you supporting you. Mikey behind the plate calling a great game. Um, it was awesome. You know, around the fifth inning, I got roughed up a little bit. And then uh, coming out for the sixth, having a quick one, two, three, that's kind of when I knew, all right, I'm pretty locked in. I can finish this thing. So yeah, Talk to Coach about that. And, and that's kind of been, you know, for some of the games this year, the breaking point. You're right there, uh, bad inning, you know, things go against you. Uh, how, how much – how big was it, one, scoring the run at the bottom of the inning, just to have an answer of some sort? Does that fuel a pitcher as well when you go back out there for that next frame? Oh, absolutely. You know, having your lineup pick you up uh, after an inning like that, it's always huge. Um, and then in the field, making double plays, diving catches, um, makes it a lot easier to compete when you know everyone else is competing around you. So. And, and we'll talk more uh, about you and then coming off injury and all of that. But coach has said it a lot. Boy, I feel like you guys are close. I mean, you just look at this year uh, in so many games against really good teams. It's it's that taking that next step, and, and it feels like maybe yesterday can be that next step just to get some momentum because you guys are in a position, if you can finish this thing strong, can get in the conference tournament, which will be, I think, big for the program. But how much to, can a game like yesterday kind of kind of fuel you guys to, to finish this, this last portion of the season in a good note and have a chance to get in the conference tournament? Yeah, hopefully it does. Um, we had a lot of fun yesterday. <laughs> and we need to carry that on for the next few weekends, start stacking some wins and Put, it, put ourselves in a good place for the uh, tournament. So. Co- Coach said you, you finished with a lot of – you're throwing your slider a lot down the stretch. What was working yesterday, and did, did you alter maybe your, your approach going into the game? Yeah, the first five or so innings I was, you know, mixing it up, all different kinds of pitches. And then around the sixth, me and Mikey, uh, we found a pretty good game plan just to start ripping sliders, ripping curveballs, and, you know, that – that worked, obviously, so we and, stick, stuck with it. And they're a good lineup, obviously, when you're having the year they're having, ranked fourth in the country. I mean, up and down the line, they got some guys who can, can, can hit the ball, but you got you were aggressive, you went after it, and you limited the walks. I would think against a team with a lineup like that, that, that is so important because they're going to they're gonna barrel some balls, but you, hopefully you know, if you don't give a lot of free passes, you limit that damage when they, when they do do that. Yeah, you just got to go at them, trust your defense, and – you know, live with the results. Um, yeah, like you said, you can't give a team like that free passes. Um, 
that'll just that'll set you up for failure. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about your journey. I, I, I know Coach Cadell. They, they recruited you, so you're you're a holdover from from that coaching staff. But uh, you came in, you got got a taste of the action right away your freshman year, and then you got hurt after that. Uh, had Tommy John surgery, and we we hear so much about that, and just the the the, the battle back, and you know, it kind of feels like now you're you're past that, and you're you're healthy again, and you, and your confidence. But what was that journey like when you get here, and then battling through the injury to get to where you are right now? Yeah, it was tough, um, but I had a lot of good people around me. I went through surgery with a teammate, Zach Berg, and had great trainers around me that uh, helped me with rehab, and it was a long process, but it's starting to pay off, and we can see that, so it's a, it's been a lot of fun, and it's good to see. And it was good to see Zach. I mean, didn't have maybe the results, but he battled as well, and he's been pitching well, and it looks like he's starting to kind of be like you. You turn that corner, I, I would think mentally as much as physically when you're coming off an injury like that. Right, just getting back to trusting it. You can't think about getting hurt again. You just got to, you know, trust all the work that you did through rehab and all the time you spent on that and just go out there and compete. Before we let you go real quick, you got uh, some key series coming up starting this weekend in Tahlequah against Northeastern State. Got to play well. Uh, what's it going to take for you guys to, to continue now and build momentum from yesterday to, to finish this thing strong? Yeah, just competing like we did yesterday. When we show up and we compete, we can see that we can beat anyone uh, anywhere. So the next three, four series – you know, just leave it all out there and live with the results. Sounds good. Cade, we appreciate it. Congratulations. Great day yesterday. Hopefully that's the start of many more big performances from you, not only this year but throughout your career. Appreciate you stopping by here today. Thank you. Thanks for having me. You bet. That is uh, Omaha native Cade Flaherty, the winning pitcher yesterday, complete game victory over the fourth-ranked Missouri Southern State Lions. We're going to take a break. We'll come back one final segment with Coach Justin Wickert, preview the weekend ahead. Tigers, a big conference series at Northeast. State. We'll do that next when we return. Tiger Talk is brought to you by Golden Belt Bank. Your life has a story. Golden Belt Bank wants to get to know that story. It's banking one story at a time. Golden Belt Bank of Hayes and Ellis. Visit them at goldenbeltbank.com. More Tiger Talk next on the Tiger Sports Network built by PwC. People from all over are raving about the food at Big Smoke Barbecue in downtown Hayes. Brisket, chicken, pulled pork, ribs. It's all so good. And Big Smoke's own dry rub is what separates them from other barbecue places. Choose your own sauce. Kansas City, Memphis, Carolina, or Texas-style sauce. They're open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Get in early. They do sell out. This is Philip Kuhn inviting you to dine with us. Big Smoke Barbecue at 8th and Main in downtown Hayes. It's just really good barbecue. The passions you pursue help shape who you are and make your story brighter. At Golden Belt Bank, we support you because when you live your passions every day, your finest work unfolds. Make today the beginning of another great chapter. This is banking one story at a time. Golden Belt Bank, one story at a time. Visit goldenbeltbank.com. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Their roots run deep in Kansas, and the secret to success, that little bit of something extra. At Adams Brown, they believe that business should be simplified. They ease your burdens rather than add to them. They aren't just your CPAs. They're an extended team just for you, a team that will work and grow together with you. That something extra is service that gets your attention, exceeding expectations. Certified public accountants at Adams Brown, going above and beyond for you online at adamsbrowncpa.com. Did you know that the month of April is Stress Awareness Month? I think we're all aware about how stressed we are. How about reducing that stress with tacos? And the best place to get tacos is the taco shop. Further reduce that stress by saving some money with the specials at the taco shop. Poco Pizza 219, Beef Quesadilla 429, Bean Burrito 229. Even less stress when you order in four different ways. Online, in person, by the phone, or through the app. You never had it so good. Welcome back to Tiger Talk. It's our final segment here on this Monday. Glad to have you a part of it. Talking four-day state baseball. 
Um, really appreciate Cade uh, Flaherty joining us after his big outing. I was hoping you'd bring him, the man of the hour yesterday. Always nice to chat and get to know some of these guys. Again, and quite a story coming back from injury. And as you said with him, hopefully the start of some big things and, and hopefully the whole team, just a game like yesterday, builds some momentum and some confidence and you guys battle because you look at the schedule here down the stretch. I mean, this is obviously key, the next three series. If you do well, you're going to be in a good position to get to the conference tournament. For sure, you know, you're definitely uh, getting to the point of the season where you're like, guys, here's the team, you know, um, go do with it what you guys want to accomplish, you know, and yesterday was a big step in the right direction and, uh, you know, looking forward to seeing what we can build on and what we can do. Um, you know, there's a lot of possibilities and doors open for them. Let's just go out there and do it, so. All right, we had a question emailed in. It dealt with Major League, and we asked Coach Pilkington uh, this as well. Um, MLB season underway. Um, do, you, do you have a favorite team? Are there coaches, managers, players that you follow that you've always liked? Most of the managers that I like are all uh, I'm done. But uh, <laughs> as far as teams, you know, I'm always going to pull for teams that have former players um, out there playing for them. So, you know, uh, I do pull for the Dodgers, I, you know, depending on where Jake Jewell goes off and plays at times. He's been traded around a little bit, you know, always looking for those teams. But from being from the Midwest, you know, I do like the Royals and, and somehow. Hang in I, there. Hang in there. We're, <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get I there. I like the Cardinals too, though, and I don't know if you're supposed to say that, but uh, <laughs> yeah. I also am a Chiefs fan and a Broncos fan, so what can I say, you know? <laughs> you're one of those. That's, I guess that's, you know, you got both sides covered covered on that. You've been doing this a long time, both an assistant and a head coach. How many of the guys have you coached that have now made it, to, not only to professional, but have made it to the to the show? Three. So wow. that's um, got to be cool. Yeah, it is a fun. Uh, uh, it's a fun experience to watch them to get. Uh, get up there and, and and have that opportunity you know um we think we might have another one here in the near future so we'll see how that turns out and then we'll talk about them if it does happen so that's that's cool and i mean when you have a guy like could you tell it's like you know obviously they've got to have stuff but maybe how many of those were maybe when you first got them you didn't think so and then as they just matured throughout their career they just uh you know rose to that level all of them <laughs> Right. All of them are exactly what you just said there. You know, it's the kids that love the process as much as they like the competing and just going to the uh, yard is something they enjoy doing. You know, uh, the guys that go in worried about getting released usually get sent home, and the guys that just absolutely had to grind and grind it out are the ones that usually have the opportunity, and uh, those have been the ones that we've had that have, uh, you know, been able to do that so interesting stuff uh, we'll see if there's any bright spots here for four day state in the future all right real quick you have a lot of time left northeastern state you have rockers tomorrow non-conference obviously you want to keep the momentum but uh northeastern quick scattering report what's made them uh, to, to where they are this year i know in years past they've had tremendous arms in some of their other uh, teams but what about this year's group you know i i don't know this much uh or this year's group as much i know that uh They've uh, Jake did a great job building that program into what it is. Right. I know that uh, no matter what they have, they're going to compete this year. So, I mean, I expect like every other weekend to be in an absolute battle and uh, hopefully we come out on top. So Sounds good. Well, good luck tomorrow in the game at Rockers. Don't forget the season sweep over them. And obviously, good luck this weekend against those Riverhawks. All right. I appreciate it. There you go. Justin Wickard, coach of the Tigers. Again, they're on the road this weekend and this week starting tomorrow at Rockers and then Northeastern State the following weekend at Missouri Western, and then they're back at home. Pack the Park weekend, April 21st, 22nd, and 23rd. Last home action for the Tigers. Tiger Talk brought to you today by Golden Bell Bank of A's and Ellis, Adams Brown, the Taco Shop, BTI, the Hayes Orthopedic Institute, and of course, Big Smoke Barbecue here at the corner of 8th and Main. We hope you enjoyed the program. We'll talk to you again next Monday at noon right here on the Tiger Sports Network, built by PWC.